After discussions of 21st birthdays today and McCall sharing how disappointing it was on that particular day to go out and then not get ID'd. Uh-huh. Normally the question is not how can I look older, but there was a uh, study that revealed exactly that. AJ McCall at VFX, what you can do to make yourself look older. And the answer... Carry a briefcase. Yeah, well, it depends on what the rest of your attire is. If you're wearing the appropriate... Like, if you're at least... Semi something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, but I mean, I feel like yeah. If AJ right now you were gonna go like grab a briefcase and then yeah, walk just, around with it, I feel like it'd work. be you're like, just gonna have a bunch of questions. Hey, I'm pretty sure that guy stole someone's briefcase. Yeah, I, yeah. I would think the same in all honesty yeah. if I saw myself carrying a briefcase. Okay, how do you make yourself Solid look answer. older? Uh, lose weight. <laughs> now, okay. Initially, I thought, oh yeah, because that was to me is a sign of adulthood because when you're a kid you don't think of anything even you know like even in college when there's the freshman 15 and everything you still don't really think about it i think for the most part because you can eat whatever you want yeah. you got the kid metabolism yeah so i was like oh okay it's because of that because it's adults think of that and kids really don't the answer actually is is because when you lose weight in your face it deflates your cheeks makes your eyes look hollow and sunken yep. and makes jaws sag and look heavy yep which doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement for losing weight. No, I think they're just, they're obviously just talking about like, uh, like a big amount of weight. It's not just like, hey, I lost 15 pounds. Like, it's like, <laughs> I lost 30 hey, pounds I lost- <laughs> and gained 10 years. Yeah, basically. So, I've, meh. Meh. Is that because like, you know, like babies come in and they're a little chubby and everything? Oh, it's cute. Is that what it is? Chubbiness just loses its cuteness from there forth, and yes. any of it you lose yep. adds up in age. Yep. Interesting. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I don't feel like it's a it's a deal breaker to be like, well, I darn it, pounds heavier, or do I want to look 10, 10 years older. <laughs> but I thought it would have. I would. I would have been honest. I thought it would have been completely the other way. I figured if you got into decent shape, it would have put off, you know, youthful exuberance because you would have the energy and kind of the vibe that went with it. Yeah, I think you do have the energy and the vibe that that goes with youthfulness. But I also feel like, I mean, obviously in the in the looks aspect of it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's a kind of, I mean, almost not off putting to other people, but kind of off putting to other people. To to be skinnier. Yeah, because like. You know, then people are like <laughs> criticizing you over it. And then it's like, you know what? You're older. You suck. I hate you. You look old now. Is it more off-putting than someone carrying a briefcase? Mm. No. No. Okay. No. Briefcase worse. Yep. Skinnier under that. Yep. Interesting. So yep. if you just you put on a few pounds, which, to be honest, the pandemic is really encouraging. Yeah. Then, you, you know, you, you take off a few years. <laughs> doesn't seem like a good way to sit when you say it out loud doesn't sound good but according to the study it's how it works i don't know <laughs> speaking of uh moving that journey of life further and further of course there was a sad news this week that dustin diamond who played screech on saved by the bell passed away mm-hmm. well it was revealed what his uh final wish would be oh and i think that's an interesting thought okay especially because and maybe this is just me if I was in that situation, I'd want to make sure that it was something good and not something people be like, really? That idiot. 
Of course, there's the sad news recently of Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on Saved by the Bell, passing away. Right. AJ McCall at VFX, and his two dying wishes were to talk music with the bass player from Tool. Sweet. And to see the Star Wars exhibit at Disney World. Okay. Now, I feel like you see this more in shows, but you don't really think about this. So I, I, I don't think it's something normally, right, you have on the top of your brain, and I think it's something at that point in time where he kind of right. sort of came up with on spot. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like three weeks, basically. Yeah. But upon thinking about it, I was like, man, I wonder what mine would be, because I definitely want to be something good. Like I said, I don't want people to hear, that was his dying wish. <laughs> Idiot. Because, you know, you get a chance to make it so cool. Make it something cool. Like, you hear the stories, right, of people get to see, like, their huge Star Wars fans. I think some right. one they usually see are Marvel fans, and they let them see the movie ahead of time and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's that's cool. That's cool. But I feel like in that situation... I want to go to Mars. <laughs> in, the, in this scenario, you are dying of who knows what. Uh-huh. You ain't going to make it. You're circling the drain, uh-huh. and you're like, put me on a spaceship and send me to a planet we ain't been to yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing, okay? If I die before I get there, I'm the first body, I mean, first dead body on, on Mars. Right? Right. I, I, do you even get to Mars? I feel like there's a whole lot of safety and, and health concerns just letting a dead body sit on the, the ship while it makes its way to Mars. It's not a short journey. I mean, but like, who's going to use it next? <laughs> like, are they, do they have a launch pad on Mars that's like, ta-da? I'm on the ship itself because you ain't go by yourself. McCall circling the drain is not going to be the one flying the ship. <laughs> Because at that point, it's like, just, just give me a rocket maybe... ship and let me see what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's it, what's it, what's it going to damage? Okay. Like, I'm not going to make it anywhere. I'm actually, I was, the, the idea now, I thought about this. I was thinking of meeting a celebrity because that to me, something I I'd mean, probably sure, never I be guess. able to do in reality. But now I'm like, ah, the International Space Station would probably be pretty cool to visit. Seriously. I mean, why uh, not? I, I think you have a good concept. Or like the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Give me either one of those two okay, crazy that's not, places. That's not bad either, actually. Like, I, don't, I don't mind that. I like the I like your concept. Thanks. I want to go somewhere nobody's ever gone before. And I'm not talking <laughs> like some remote island. I'm talking the bottom of the ocean or Mars. Like, <laughs> send me to the sun. I don't care. At that point in my life, why does it matter? It's a one-way mission. Like, oh my gosh. In all reality, if I were to have like a dying wish, I would just want to spend the most time with like the humans around me that are the most important. But and, if I'm not surrounded by anybody, if I'm not surrounded by anybody, send me to the bottom of the ocean or to Mars. McCall, you can also spend all the time with the people that are close to you while still completing a trip. Well, not so much to Mars. That's a lot of time. I was like, I don't Mars think is a lot so. of time. The ocean thing, I think, is more doable in a, in a quick manner. Dude, could you imagine the pressure? Like, uh, like the actual pressure of being at the bottom of the ocean? Yes. Yes, I can. Bam! Smashed. Like, I don't know that I could actually make it to the bottom of the ocean. Would it make it more uncomfortable? Or Send me to the bottom of, of Mariana's Trench. Thank you. <laughs> With the band Mariana's Trench, yeah, which I is like McCall's them. favorite. I like Would them. They more, have great harmonies. <laughs> be more uncomfortable or less uncomfortable knowing the fact that you're like, ah, oh, uh, breaks, not my problem. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Just It'd like, be great. This is weird. Because it's like, whatever. Okay. I like your concept. I just think that the Mars one specifically, unless you have just, you find out way ahead of time. Dude, but like, 
you you end up finding out later in life, you know, you would go down in history and it'd be like, wow, what's who was the person that went to the bottom of the ocean? Oh, McCall Taylor. Why did she go to the bottom of the ocean? Because she was dying and she figured, eh, why not? <laughs> to me, <laughs> just look back at the history books. Upon setting the world record for deepest dive in the ocean, the McCall Taylor was quoted saying, eh, sounded cool. Yeah, whatever. Oh. I mean, yeah, there's like fish there, right? Should be, I would think. It's the ocean. It's, it's like wet. There's big, things. There's like big dinosaur Something. things that'll probably eat there. me. Something's got to be down Whatever. There. You got to risk it Whoa. to get your name in the biscuit books of, you know, what? What? success. What? Okay, but real quick. That saying to me is stupid. I know, it's like, dumb. When, when were biscuits ever difficult to get? In all honesty, it's biscuit for the biscuit. But like when were the, they're like, oh man, biscuits are a shortage. You're going to really have to try hard. No. It's like stupid. Butter and flour. I mean, the uh, only time that I risk it to get the biscuit is like if I'm sticking my hand inside of the oven to grab it off yeah, of the pan uh, before that's, that's it's the done. That's the extent of it. And then my mom's like, pa, pa, don't. It's a dub saying. Yeah. What, what would your dying wish be? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. If you decide that it's somewhere in that that you need help writing a special love letter, look, the AJ and McCall Show never turns down helping out listeners when they have scenarios or need advice. You, you may catch some flack along the way, like most recent listener did. Fair warning to our listener needing some help with a love letter. Uh, <laughs> you may catch a little flack once McCall hears this message. All I'm going to say. I'm sorry. AJ and McCall for the debate today on VFX. I'm really not that sorry. AJ and McCall, okay. I wanted to do something different for my girlfriend for this year for Valentine's Day. Sweet. Last year, I got some concert tickets and a card. Unfortunately, due to COVID, you know, the concert yeah. never happened. Yeah. And then in the card, I just signed my name and she was rather upset with me. Probably ought to write a, a few things, don't you? Think? But uh, I digress. I digress because there's more. <laughs> So, so I figured I'd actually take time to write her a love letter this year. Awesome. But I have no idea where to start or what to write. Do you think you can help me out with this one? No. What do women want to hear? Examples, please. I'll be listening with a pen in hand. <laughs> McCall, do you have a sinus headache? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> I am very grateful that you reached out. I'm very happy to be able to help in this. That being it's said. First part of the process. That being said. Uh, yeah, being able to admit that you need help with something is a very big step. That being said, what do women want to hear is not what you should be asking. I warned him he was going to catch the flag. Not, not what you need to be asking. <laughs> what do women want to hear? No, no. What do you want to be speaking from your heart to this person? Because uh, you can't just, what can I write to somebody that's going to make me like, make them her. like me? No, okay? Like, if you guys are in a serious relationship, you should just know how to be able to like write words that are going to be touching to her, but not in the way to be like, Hey, so like those pants were really cool. <laughs> so, you should wear them again. Like, no, so I think deservedly some flack makes the answer, but authenticity to some yes. of them call it authenticity. Thank support. you. That being said, if this is not his love language could be a struggle. So as opposed to the question, what do women want to hear? How about some pointers of things to start him down the right path? Think about for for a moment, okay? Listen think, here, you piece of garbage. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Think think about it from here, okay? Depending on what her love language is. Because it, it's all going to depend on what her love language is. Right. Because maybe hers isn't words either. But mm. clearly with the way that she was kind of upset that you didn't write anything, I'm gonna it's say that it's a little bit words. Yeah. So that being said. Think about what you love about her. 
What yes. do you love about her? What are characteristics, attributes, the way that she looks at a dog? You know, oh my gosh, her your eyes just light up so much when this happens. Notice things about her and write things that you notice that you admire. That's what women, quote unquote, what women want to hear, okay? <laughs> That's what people want to hear. They want to see and hear... About dogs. Got about it. dogs. No. You are reflecting back to her the things that she cannot see. Like, I can't see when I get excited over dogs. I know that I get excited over dogs because I like but dogs. But I can't see, you know, if my face is cute or if I look like some warped thing. Like, <laughs> so if she looks like a warped thing when she looks at dogs, don't write that, okay? <laughs> I love it when you look at dogs because your face looks weird. <laughs> you look like a gremlin. You look like a grandma. As a man in a relationship, I have been known to get complacent. And so, again, does not apply across the board. But stuff that I would recommend based on my experience with Ashley is that sometimes we, as I think men are more prone to do it, kind of think that it's been established. Like, I'm right. with you. We live so together. So I like you. I love you. You have to tell them it's, all the time. They really, yes, that. Hi. So that. Uh, uh, maybe something that you've never told her before. If you could think back to when you first met, a first date or something, you could talk about that. Talking about the future that you see together is generally a good way to go. This is a little bit more general, but just try to get you some areas you can go with it. But those are some pointers, fella to fella. And I agree with McCall, but <laughs> glad we got her back on track from, listen here, you piece of garbage. <laughs> just don't worry about what other women want to hear. What does your woman want yeah, to hear? Right from the heart. I mean, in general, I think that's just ap- applicable uh, relationship advice. Uh, applicable. Should be. But I, look, I warned him ahead of time. Once I read, <laughs> I had read that skimmed over the message. Once <laughs> I read it, I was like, like oh, no. Be happy about this. She's going to be so mad. She's going to be happy about this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Update. No word back on it. But Probably because I made him mad. I'm sorry. It's fair. Fingers crossed, though. Got, got going somewhere. I hope so. So. I do. I do hope so. No, I, like, again, I'm, always, I'm always happy to help in these kinds of situations. You just might not be happy with the things that I come back with. There's not a situation or advice that AJ McCall has passed on. So more than happy to say that. Just, Absolutely. You know, sometimes you may catch a little flack. I'm sorry. That's what really friends not, do. Though. Friends are allowed to roast friends. That's right. Just, that's and the it's rule. not like it's I'm trying rule. to roast you because I want to be a D-bag or anything. It's just like... You know, you kind shouldn't be. <laughs> I have a really dumb question. That's okay. Like, just you shouldn't be worried about what other people want. Worry about what your person wants. And look, I don't think that's like a big like. Oh wow! Blown away. At the end of the day, no one, no one's worse than Florida. I mean, we oh, we gosh. saw the prodigal Florida son yesterday. We did. The dude had it tattooed on his head, just in case there was any doubt whatsoever. Yep. We've had a whole porch stolen. We had a dude that had Florida <laughs> tattooed on his face. Oh, man, and it only gets better today. This week in particular has just seemed crazy. Uh, yeah. Florida Not with AJ McCall at VFX. Let's hear the headlines. Okay, headline number one. As you do, you get into a high-speed police chase in a U-Haul truck only to crash it into a farmhouse. Somebody did that. Way to go. <laughs> Is it, can you really get into a high-speed? They need a different phrase. They got into a s- low rumble. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, oh wow! High speed. What's <laughs> What's more important about this is it's like, yep, got crashed into a farmhouse, and I'm like, yeah, okay, got it, like a house. No, this thing's in the middle of like a field. <laughs> like, 
Bold they strategy. had to go out of their way. Bold strategy, Cotton. Wow, there's story one. Then we got story number two. Burglar busted. After he left his phone behind at the scene, it had selfies and pictures of his passport. Ta-da. <laughs> pictures of Game his set passport. match. Oh, uh, well. Uh, that was easy. Guess, Everything we need to know right here, I Chief. Guess, guess it's that guy. And then we got story number three. Some guy tried to board a flight with 22 bags of meth. <laughs> In his carry-on. Oh. $500,000. Look, I'm not saying that this guy in particular listens to the AJ McCall show, but I had that whole story about how like, right. they don't let you bring liquid over three ounces right, on the plane. liquid, man. And then he was, like, he was like, oh, but all these bags of drugs, well, they, they just won't notice. It's just going to go right just through security. Right okay, I just... What? Good Lord. Yep. That, uh, there you go. It's, I don't know what else to say. There's three crazy so stories. Much stupidity. I told you. We had more. <sighs> you okay? I'm trying to decide which of these is the stupidest. Yeah, good luck. With the three headlines for Florida not on VFX with AJ McCall. Because you think about it, taking a U-Haul truck, anything off-road just sounds atrocious. <laughs> it's just going to sink. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Have you seen those tires? They look like the most basic of basic tires they put on them. Yeah. And then the dude taking the drugs... Onto On the, the airplane. Plane. Thought, you know what? They're never gonna. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> and, and then there's the guy who has a picture, pictures of his passport. On his phone, yep. which he, for some reason, was like, oh, I'm at a crime. Let me take out my phone. Selfie. All right, I'm just going to set this here Selfie. and I'm going to leave. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, how do you, out of all of that, how, how <laughs> do you determine who is dumbest? How? I don't know. I we got to we gotta try to do it, though. But, and Tobias, let me just ask you, I, I mean, with that question posed now, how are you feeling? Hey, not too bad. Let's see if we can figure out what, uh, what, which stories from Florida or not. I mean, that's the goal. Tough yeah. task, buddy, but let's do it. <sighs> Story number one. Some guy was arrested after he got into a police chase in a U-Haul. Now, I'm not sure. This guy's 63. Um, they deployed stop sticks to try and end the pursuit, but he continued to drive his U-Haul truck even after hitting the sticks. Several deputies then set up additional stop sticks in the area. During the chase, it made an abrupt right-hand turn, continued to drive for about a mile. It made an abrupt left turn, leading the roadway and driving through an old farmhouse. Now, I thought, okay, this has got to be like old farmhousey, like not clear the heck in the middle of a field. Nope. Clear the heck in the middle of the field. Like... He 200 would, yards. He thought he would lose her. It said the truck was able to drive through the house and continued in the field for about 200 yards. I dive into whatever this is a field of, wheat, corn, etc. <laughs> I'll totally lose him. This just looks like a whole bunch of dead, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's what it looks like. There's story number one. I have no idea why they were even going to stop him. He just failed to stop his U-Haul. That's like that's That's what happened. Then we got story number two. Which involves a dumb burglar who was arrested after he, you know, burglarized a place. Accidentally, whoopsie doopsie, left his phone. Which, you know, sometimes you get in situations and you get away from the scene or, you know, your house. And it's like, dang it, I left my phone. What? Okay. I mean, yeah, if like you're on... Like if I'm on... wearing basketball shorts and it falls out. <laughs> right. Yeah, if I'm wearing jeans, it's not, oh, I left my phone it... at the house I'm stealing from. Right. So anyway, they picked up the phone. They looked through it. Surprise. Selfies. And for some reason, a picture of his passport. So they knew exactly who he was. 
Because, you know, passports, they do that. It's the whole point. It identifies you. If I was going, I don't think I would take it. I don't think I'd take my wallet. I don't think I'd take my phone. Why would you take a picture of it, though? That's the thing. I, I would. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't take any of the other stuff. So I'm saying I, I'll just leave nothing that ties right. me to it. Right. All out in the car or whatever. And then we got story number three. Some guy tried to board a flight with 22 bags of meth. What? <sighs> Worth $500,000. Now, okay. So each one, he, he had it wrapped in clothing. So, I mean, all it takes is a this TSA check. Yeah. All it takes is this a TSA check of looking inside. Uh, and there was $900 inside his backpack. So uh, he... <sighs> They won't let you nah, take nah, lotion. No, no, no. He told the cops it wasn't his. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, of course, because you don't have to have a name. Jesus. He claimed he <sighs> fell asleep on his flight, and when he woke up, he saw the bag next to him, so he assumed it was his and grabbed it. Whatever. Get the heck out of here. Either way, that's remember, the- remember how anytime you're ever in the airport, yeah. ever, the thing's like, please do not pick up they bags say that, that you're unaware of. All Look, the time. I I get that maybe you think your life is like a crime movie, you know, because they do those swaps of bags every once in a while. That being said, no. Idiot. There you go. Three crazy stories. Good luck. Now that we've heard all of the stupidity that is today's Florida not, I'm kind of thinking, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, what do I think? Okay. Well, I think (laughs) out of all the stupidity, one is the least stupid. They're all dumb. One is the least stupid. Three to me is still pretty freaking stupid, and so is two. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of up to you there. Uh, man, it's a, I think the third one's a little bit too deep south. Not trying to offend anyone from that part of the country, but uh, I'm gonna go with story number. I'm gonna go with story number two. Okay, so I just want to raise a quick question. Okay. When he says deep south, but not Florida, what does that mean? <sighs> Alabama. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Okay, so either way, I'm I'm good with it. They're both super stupid. I don't know why you'd take a picture of your passport and not immediately delete that. I'd want that nowhere on my phone for an eternity. <laughs> Call. Is it story number two? It's not. Those that happened in the UK. So anyway, uh, that being said, now it's somebody else's chance. For the record, in the back half of this pandemic, it UK has made a fair amount of appearances. So it's like Florida, UK, or somewhere else. I am so sick of criminals using the excuse. Well, it's not mine. Right. I just see Patrick Star. Oh, I didn't have it. I see Patrick Star from SpongeBob in that episode with the man This is your wallet. Right. I found this ID in here, of course. Of course. So that must make it yours. Makes sense to me. So take it. This is your wallet. This is not my wallet. wallet. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And in much a similar fashion, AJ McCall at VFX did see that episode. Manta Ray grabs him by the head and then swings him back and forth because he gets sick of that logic. Criminals are like, uh, 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 I found it. I found the heroin. I don't know where. Uh, I found it. Right. I was coming to bring it to you guys, right. actually. Now, so. That's what I'm here for. <sighs> that being said, of the two remaining stories, Joe, I totally think that it's story number three. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> okay, but just to be sure, make sure we didn't miss anything, we hear a quick recap. All right. So we got story number one. Some guy got arrested after he got into a police chase in a U-Haul truck and crashed it into a farmhouse. Now, when you see where this truck is, like, in the middle of this field, I mean, it is, like, in the middle of the field. Like, it drove directly through the farmhouse and went another 200 yards. Like, 
She wrecked. I think we should establish now that that's way worse than driving a U-Haul truck into AJ? an awning. No. Here's the thing, okay? <laughs> as somebody who has not rented U-Hauls, right. but as somebody who knows that you have to pay high rental fees and then also true. high damage fees. That's probably true. I'm you're going to buy, you may as well just buy a new U-Haul. Like, it's going to be cheaper that way. I, anyway. He may not have been intended to return that one, McCall, in all honesty. No. So he ended up facing charges for assault on a peace officer, felony eluding, DUI, habitual traffic offender, habitual and traffic possible offender. additional charges resulting from the destruction of the farmstead. So there's story one. Of course. Then we got story number three. Some guy tried to board a flight with 22 bags of meth worth $200,000 or $500,000. I'm sorry. That's a big difference. It was in his bag. Now he tried to just, it was his checked bag. So this, he, he stopped, I guess, stopped at a gate around 8 a.m. for a random bag check before he could board his flight. They found all of these, these drugs that were wrapped in clothing worth, again, $500,000. And he told the cops, not bags, not mine. I fell asleep on my flight. And when I woke up, uh, this bag was next to me. So I just grabbed it. Like nobody else. (laughs) I know. Nobody else was next to this guy. Just a bag. Look, we we brought back a conch shell from Mexico. Oh my gosh. And we were like super terrified. As you should be. That they were going to find. And they didn't. Like, but we were terrified at a conch shell, right? A, a shell, right? From the ocean, they got plenty of those. And this dude was like, "Oh, five hundred thousand dollars worth of drugs. I'm good." Yep. Wrap it up in some jeans. They ain't gonna know. Yep. <laughs> Nobody's He's, gonna know. He said he saw the bag next to him and he just yeah. grabbed it because he assumed it was his since it looked the same. Jokes on him. It was his the whole time. <laughs> Jokes on. Good news. He didn't lose his he luggage. He didn't lose his luggage. Idiot. So there you go. Two remaining crazy stories. Right. I, at this point, after eliminating story number two, Joe, to me, there's no doubt. That it is story number three. I think it's story number three. Complete agreement. So, McCall, it is obviously the guy whose best excuse was, I found it. <laughs> is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. We'll get you. Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll get you hooked up with some Johnny O's spud nuts. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Look, as someone who's familiar with skirting certain roles when it comes to taking things that aren't mine. Oh, my gosh. No one in the airport's like... Yeah, I'm going to take this. They, they say all the time on the loudspeaker, it like runs every five minutes, don't take bags that aren't yours. Make sure to watch your bags. So if that's the case, he broke two cardinal sins because it wasn't his bag. And he shouldn't have been sleeping. Just kidding. He, <laughs> he took the one that was his. Yep. This guy's about the, he, I mean, I think if he took like a whole a whole outlet, mm-hmm. he'd like committed every cardinal sin yep. according to airport. Here's, here's the thing, okay? When I worked at the bank, they always warned you about... Uh, Taking people's bags at airports? No, what did, what did they call it? The Bermuda Triangle. So there's like three different locations, oh. right? So like if the ID is from a certain place, the check is from a different place, and they're in a third location, that's a, that's a warning sign, right? This guy, Los Angeles, Orlando, Kentucky. Those are his three locations. One of those things is not like the other. Very weird. One of those things doesn't belong. Very weird. Congratulations, Joe Woods, Florida Knot on VFX. McCall says she's got bonus Florida Knot. <laughs> yeah, kind of boring, but yeah. Wait, boring how? They're like the worst dull, bad criminals. Oh, perfect. All I'm going to say, McCall, is my capacity for stupid criminals <laughs> is kind of near its end because it was a lot of dumb in Florida Knot on VFX. So, like, what what do you got? Well, um, we're going we're gonna to call these... Uh, 
We're going to call these the dullest. The dullest. Yeah, uh, because there's an organization that's called the Dull Men's Club. And so they put out an annual calendar featuring the most boring people in the U.S. and the U.K. So it's kind of fun. Like, I like it. Would you brag about that? Oh, yeah. You would brag 100%. about that? 100%. I don't think I would admit it. I'd stay, like, away from that, a mile away. So there's a guy in New Mexico who has been course, named of course. one of the world's dullest people. <laughs> like... Uh, like so, do you hang that cat do you do like the, oh, you know totally. how you do the flex thing like this yeah, do you hang that this up is like, my calendar. You're like oh what, what is that i did this what is that this this is my calendar so this guy in new mexico let's see what was it that he did he said you live your whole life achi- hoping to achieve something and finally i achieved something becoming the dullest man i mean it, it is something i suppose a, he's a gas station memorabilia collector He's one of 12 people, obviously, in the Dole Men's Club because, you know, calendars involve, you know, 12 months. So I got to have like 12 people on the Dole Men's Club. That is a legit thing. Like everything that McCall said apparently is a thing. The Dole Dole Men's Club. I like it. gas station memorabilia collector. A calendar of the dullest people in the world. (laughs) This says the news that celebrates the ordinary. No, it's not ordinary because by virtue of EST, it can't be ordinary. It has to be something more. So, okay. This year's calendar includes a lady in California who collects caution wet floor signs. <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> uh, I want to see all of them. I can only see like five of them. Another guy, a uh, man in, New- in England, excuse me, who's a historian studying manhole covers. How? Like, okay, now I'm starting to get bored. Like, I'm going to fall asleep. A guy How? who collected 1,100 vintage washing machines. That's cool. I think, like, vintage washing machines and, like... You really want to be on this list. No, I don't. You really 1,100 do. 1,100 is a lot. I'd like just one. Like, just one would be cool. No, no, no. You're, like, the amount of appreciation you have across the board, you want to be on this no, list. No, I don't. Yes, what you do. What would I be on the list for? I, we haven't identified it yet, but you got to find something. Because, like, how do you devote your... Look, no disrespect... 100% Some disrespect, disrespect. But how do you devote your life to the history of manhole covers? Who cares? They do. I don't. So, I think it's too. Here's, here's, come up with a chunk of metal. It covered the sewer. End of story. I think I summed it up pretty good. Too many people fell in and probably died. Maybe they broke their necks and then they were like, oh, Somewhere manhole. for poop to go. It went under the street. We didn't need the smell lingering. And then the the last one that's on this list, because for some reason I can't find the stupid calendar... The founder of the Telegraph Pole Appreciation Society in Wales. I, <laughs> I am so intrigued and bored at the exact same time. This Look, once upon a time, I would have been mortified if people thought I was boring, but now it's like a point of pride, okay? I guess they call it growing up. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it colorfully. If you're going to be boring, like be the most I'm going to have cool vintage washing machines. That's already a thing. You got to come up with something else. I have a really cool vintage stove. Like it's an old one. It Uh, works. Do that then. Collect 1,100 vintage stoves and get back to me. Because I'll respond by Mm. doing this. I'll have like cool trucks. (sighs) It's a truck. Now, car collecting by virtue of cars is not boring. That's not going to work. Why would you say that it's not boring when when another piece of machinery is also vintage and old? Washing machines are boring. 
They're not. They're cool. We had a whole Would You Rather Wednesday on this yesterday where we talked about whether or not it was worth it. We did not establish that they were cool. Washing machines are cool and you need them. Look, you've already made your initial plea. I'm fine. You want to run with this to be part of the dullest people of the world club? You go with it. I support you. No, thanks. Maybe I'll get like vintage (laughs) coffee makers. That'd be cool. Old school percolators. Going on this weekend, trying to be the opposite of Dole, sort of, <laughs> a little bit, Okay. so you don't get called out. McCall is going to help you. If you're not a huge football fan, listen up, Producer Butters. I got you to covered. To still sound like you kind of know what's going on. Somewhat. After Rip Momney, that's at about seven minutes on VFX. There's no denying there's a pretty big event going on this weekend, right? The football. Puppy Bowl. All that, that too, I yeah. suppose. AJ McCaw at VFX. And if you're not a sports fan, you still probably end up watching it, right? Because of the commercials sure. and the implications and the parties and all that. Sure. But, but what do you do if you don't want to necessarily fake it, but blend in enough that you don't have to answer any weird questions? Well, the McCall Taylor's here to help you out with the Super Bowl. Okay. So if we were to create some for, some sort of flow chart, that's the word I'm looking for, or just a, just a, a table, if you will. I'm listening. Give you two categories. Okay. You've got the phrase. The phrase. And then when to say it. Got it. Okay. Right. So what you have to what say. What you have to and say. What's the situation And, and when to you say can it. say it is acceptable. Makes complete okay? sense. We've got phrase number one. They got to establish their running game. That's got to be said when, quote, your team, whatever your team is, has the ball. Whoever you're voting for, they got to establish a running game. This is good. It's perfect. It's a great you can first use step. I mean, as a sports fan, totally, great first step. Totally use okay. it. Okay, good. Which I, I would like to say, before we go any further, I have never used any of these phrases. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, it's okay, a there's a, there, that's a lie. There are, two, uh, there are two phrases that I have used in this list of phrases that have been established. Uh, Roger Goodell is ruining the league. When to say it anytime. Yeah. yeah. Whoever that is. You'd probably get away with that. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know who that is. So it's fine. Uh, the other phrase, come on, ref, let him play. <laughs> that one can be used when there's a yellow flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd like it to be used when people are punching people. Like that's my favorite. When they throw a yellow flag and then like football turns into boxing. That very... That's my favorite part. <laughs> So I'm like anxious, anxious. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, another phrase. There's a lot of game left. Can be used anytime, which is true. You know, even if there's like 12 seconds on the clock, that's literally like five minutes in sports ball time. It's true. It's a good list. And, I'm very impressed with this list. And the other phrase that I have used before on other situations, not necessarily football, are you had one job. And when you can use it is any anytime other people are upset. It's, it's true. If they look upset, it's, you just just ah. Oh, what job? It's one of my favorite TikTok trends. Is a six foot five, two hundred forty pound receiver, D one athlete drops a football. Me, six two, two hundred sixty pound white guy. You're trash, bro. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's a great list. Everything McCall told you will absolutely work because there's one thing you know about sports fans, and this is the biggest football game of the season, obviously, is that the people that are into it, you'll give them that prompt and then we'll just go. We'll just talk. And then you just kind of nod and be like, yeah, totally. Then you just sit back and you just watch. It's like like instigating an argument and then sitting back and watching two people go. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah. So you you guys like fight with each other. You will be, you will say just enough that everyone will be like, she gets it. Then you feel like you they know what, what's going on. No, they, they, no, they, they, I don't feel like I would ever say, 
they got to establish a running game at any point in my life. That was a good first one. I'm going to be honest. Thanks. So all of those will work. Thanks. And you will, you will be good. Speaking of Super Bowl parties, am I a jerk? Scenario for me that oh, I no. need answered. One of everybody's favorite questions, am I a jerk? AJ <laughs> edition oh, of VFX. Sweet. <laughs> AJ and McCall, you're way too excited about that. It's fun. I like it when I'm vested. AJ and McCall on VFX. So this weekend, Super Bowl's going on. Get-togethers, family, whatnot, right? Yeah. So Ashley and I, just getting back from our vacation in Mexico, brought a few things back. Okay. And Ashley, being the sweetheart that she is... May have volunteered that some of the stuff we bought that we haven't even opened yet, it's a drink. For clarity's sake, it's a drink that she volunteered that we take it over. And I said, absolutely not. And she said, why? And I said, because we spent a decent amount of money on it and I'd like to enjoy it first before I would take it over somewhere and it just... Because, you know, it's a get-together. Right. I know you're not going to be able to side on this. Am I a jerk? I mean, no. I did. I should add. Yeah, <laughs> totally I would like to know. I would like to know what should, else you're going to add here. I should add that I told her. I said anybody is welcome to come over and have some because I'm not against sharing it. I just don't want to take it out before I've even opened it, and all of a sudden it's like half or more gone. I'm like, well, spent all that money on something nice that I thought we were going to like enjoy and appreciate because you know it was a nice purchase and then it's just gone. Um. I feel like <laughs> depends on the group. If I'm in it, then hello, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I would probably said something similar. But if that's not, no, if I'm fair. not in the group, then what the heck are you talking about? Just keep it. Oh, that's fair. Just have some of it for yourself. Just do it yourself. <laughs> but again, I say if I'm if I'm involved in this get together, I want some. No, that's that's fair. That's totally something I also would have said. My my old my caveat is just like at some point down the road once we've opened it we're gonna take it and share it that's fine but sure we haven't even, like the plastic is still on top of the bottle right I haven't even popped it yet right and I just I'm not saying that people would be jerks but you know how you get together and then they just no, try they some be. and then all of a sudden it's half and then gone, it's delicious and, like, and ta da see you later I'm glad I spent a bunch of money on that and I'm right. all I'm not against sharing at I'll take something else the end of the day it's yours and Thank your you. decision. So unless you're I there. would, unless I'm there, unless then there. it's my decision. And gosh darn it, bring me some. So, <laughs> no, I really think, I genuinely think, just keep it for yourself, okay? In all reality of the situation, just just keep it for yourself. The unless answer, I'm there. Wait. The, the answer, AJ, not a jerk. Well, wait, wait, what? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that being said, Friend of mine back home uh, got into a disagreement. Weirdly, this conversation came up about vacation, oh, over sweet. vacation with my uh, brother and uh-huh. my sister in law. Uh-huh. But a friend of mine is dealing with the same issue. High school reunion, but you're several years older than your significant other. Is it weird to go? Yeah. They're fighting over that. Tate McRae, you broke me first on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. And if you remember, I think the first year I was here, we had this whole big discussion. We did the back to school tour. And I was talking about the fact that I had my 10-year high school reunion coming up. Right. And how I was absolutely unequivocally not going to go. Right. And then apparently enough people said the same thing. Oh, yeah. And they didn't go. Right. So uh, 
my one my old roommate was in the same graduating class as I did. He didn't go, uh-huh. but his girlfriend is younger than he is, and so weirdly, this came up on uh, when we were at vacation because my brother's ten year reunion is coming up, and he started talking about it with his wife, who's a year below him, and they were like, "Do we go?" And for them. Either or, they know still most of the people because they're a year apart. Right, and they went to the same school. Yeah, they went right. to the same school. And so, but my old roommate, him and his, and his girlfriend went to the same school, but she's like, I think, five years younger than he is. And uh-huh. she wants him to go. And he said, absolutely not. <laughs> because he's like, I'm probably going to know some of those kids or people now. I right. guess they're not kids anymore. But it's weird and it's not my class. Like, I just don't want to go. It's stupid. I don't want to go. Right. And I was like, yeah. And then I thought about it and I was like, I don't feel the same with Ashley just because I would know nobody. Right. And to me, that's completely different than going back in your hometown. and be. It, it feels kind of like that guy who just won't leave a little bit. Yeah. It's like your super senior type situation. Kind of, right? Right. And so I was like, yeah, I think I'm on board with you. I don't think I'd want to go either. It'd be weird. Yeah. Because to me, I look, I, I'm sure reunion save a great purpose. Per- I don't know purpose. if they do, though. For real? Like, <sighs> look, I understand why reunions were around are still around you know based on people who have gone to high school before social media right you know and of course you know because obviously that's why is so that you can like reconnect with people but now like i had facebook when i was going into the 10th grade yeah so Uh, and I, that was when Facebook was cool. I'm no longer <laughs> on Facebook. I'm right. sure. I'm sure. If I went back, if I had gone back, there might have been like one person where I'm like, sure. "Oh my gosh, it was cool right, to see you." It was cool. But me and my friends all said the same thing. We're like, "I like you guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the ones I want to associate with. Don't right. see the point in wasting the money." You know, and it's like if I reconnect with people that I feel like I didn't really have like a great connection with or anything like in high school, I'm gonna do it. On social. McCall, you just got to go back and be, you know, I'm McCall Taylor. That's dumb. No, I'm not going back. What? No way. I don't want to go back. how many of them will be like, wait, you're that McCall? No way. Yeah, I hate that. (laughs) They were too mean to me. No. mm -mm. I didn't, dude, I don't like, like, I did not like high school. I am. I'm aware. I am. You've made it very clear to me. I am grateful to no longer be in high school. That being said, sometimes I mosey over to the old stomping grounds and people are like, oh yeah, remember when we went to high school? I'm like, yeah, you were really mean. <laughs> don't don't try to be my best friend now, okay? Back up, yo. A slight disagreement between Ashley and I led to a couple f- group, a uh, couple friend of mine uh-huh. telling me the ultimate life hack for events as a couple. <laughs> don't That's go. coming up <laughs> close. Oh, okay. Who uh-huh. in your relationship is the one that holds you back from leaving whenever you're ready to go. <laughs> you collectively decide, AJ McCall at VFX, you collectively decide, uh-huh. all right, we're ready to go. Half an hour later, you're still there because, as they normally say, oh, I just, I didn't want to be rude, or they asked me a question, and you're, who's the one that keeps it, and who's the one that's sitting there, like, trying to figure out every body language, hand sign, eye gesture, anything possible to convey, we are supposed to be leaving. Um... It depends on the situation and where we are. Majority of the time, it is the person whose house we are at. So usually, like if Dustin and I are to go over to whoever's house it is, they are the ones that are still holding us there. Like we both know 
Okay, let's make it sound go. Like we're ready. Hostage because you're like no, but it's 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 the same back, kind of it's the same same kind of like situation. Both of us are like, okay, well, we're not going to leave because it's rude to just be like, okay, well, I'm bored being here, so I'll see you later. Like, so we sit there and have have conversation, and it's always enjoyable conversation. So it doesn't ever feel like we're like being forced to, oh, no. to stay. I would you know say, what I mean? Generally, you're just not miserable. It's, like, it's exclusively the person. Who normally, when we're with people, right? It's me who's like, all right, let's we're leave. out, and we're then leaving. We stuck. Yep. It's not terrible. Very rarely are we there, and I'm like, okay, that was awful. And yeah. I'm kind of upset now that we stayed that no, long. No, and you know, I'm we, just like, we're done. Yeah. Let's leave. So we both, I feel like we both have like our our people gauges, if you will, that get drained, or people tanks, maybe, where you right. know you you just get empty. I'm on board, I'm then on it's board like, with this measurement device, right. and I agree. And and Dustin and I, I mean, we've been together for seven and a half years, and I feel like we both have that. Like we both collectively can sense when the other one's like, "Okay, I'm done." I'm happy that you reached that point because yeah. I'm it's still great. at the point where I'm trying. Like, if I had a legit flare gun, there's a couple times I'd be like. <laughs> So I was trying to figure this out with a friend the other day. Uh, We were in a situation that it was like, okay, I'm ready to leave. And I was like ready to leave pretty early. (laughs) So I'm ready to go now. Come up with a safe word. Code purple. Yo, when we left, we both said to each other, we need a safe word. She's like, I was trying to like shoot eye signals towards you. And I was hoping I was like. McCall, read my eyeballs right now. Like very, very much that. So there have been situations that I feel like I need to have a generic. Okay, heads up. If we're going anywhere and you're ready to leave, just say kumquat and we'll go. Like done. So Ashley, when we're with people, is is the one that no. has such trouble leaving. And so I was talking about it with a, a friend of mine who's married and I know both of them. I know mm-hmm. the couple as a whole. And I was talking about it. I was like, do you guys experience that? Because obviously you guys yeah. have been together forever. Right. And they said, no, actually, there's a life hack that me and everyone I know that's married does, and you really need to adopt it. And I thought, <gasps> no. I got to know. I'll tell you what they said in 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Married people, be prepared to tell me if this is legit I need or not, because the cat might be out of the bag. Okay. Don't get stuck as a couple in a place you are. We already talked about AJ McCall at VFX. Who's the one that always... Can't leave from an event. Who's the one that's like, all right, let's go trying to come up with the hand signals or just Mm -hmm. find a way to communicate telepathically and be like, let us go. Punching them in the leg, not really like the best of choices, but sometimes you got to like Kind of obvious too. Tap, tap. So not surprisingly, I feel like Ashley is the one in our relationship that can't ever leave. What? So when talking to it, uh, talking about it with a a friend of mine that's married and, and I know the couple, they told me the secret. They said all their married friends that they talk to do the same thing. What happens is they get invited and decide they're going to go somewhere. Uh-huh. They decide ahead of time how long they're going to be there. <laughs> Said, for instance, uh, he's like, a couple weeks ago, we went over to our neighbors for drinks and to play games, and we agreed in advance three hours. We're going to stay three hours. That's it. They said they always make sure to pick a time so it's not rude. They stay there early. And they're not for shutting down a party, but generally <laughs> you set a time, you hold yourself to it, and you get out of there. In theory... It's a great idea. That being said. Oh, here we go. We've done this many a time, Dustin and I, on trying to- Set ahead of time, this is the exact time we're going to get out of here? Yeah. And then you're just disappointed. Maybe it has more oomph if you're married. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) 
Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> what what more oomph does it have? Hey, remember we signed a paper, so yeah, it's validated by license. No, that's what it is. No, um, in theory, again, that's great, <laughs> but I would prefer in my relationship to not be like, yeah, we'll only stay for. An hour, an hour and a half, whatever it is, because then you stay for an hour, an hour and a half, and then it's like, okay, well, we gotta go. Sorry, I know that people are running late and showing up late and whatever, but tough took us. They were supposed to be here at the right time. Yeah, that, my friends, is a great idea in theory. However, not feeling this one in practice does not execute well. I don't. I obviously. Anything I think is person to person. Yeah. But my married friend said they and every other married couple they know do it, and apparently for them it works. Here's most how of the I. Time at least I don't think you would tell me if it was like hit or miss. Right. Here's how I normally operate when it comes to going over to people's houses or parties or whatever the situation may be. And you know we're not really doing that a ton right now, but hear me out. Just don't have anything planned for the rest of the evening. <laughs> and if you do have something planned for the rest of the evening, don't go over to someone's house. No, I think what you need, I'm I'm completely opposite. I think you need to have something in your back pocket. So you're like, man, if this goes downhill fast, what are we going to say? Oh, man. All right. Uh, um, um, I mean, the morning show is kind of an easy out more often than not. Right. It's kind of a nice thing about it. Oh, Get no. up early. Get up My early. My bad. Sorry, guys. Gotta go. Gotta go. I think it's the same thing with kids. Ah, oh, we got to get back to the kids. Oh, you know, we want, we want to stay, but uh, no, those kids, ah. <laughs> Man, we use the dogs for stuff. Eh, you know, sometimes. that would work too. Anything alive, I think, yeah. would be. Usually it's like, yeah, we've been here for a while. Poor dogs, like, it's usually when the dogs have been home, like, literally all day. It's like, <sighs> hey, I got to go home. Go take care of them. My my ant farm. I just uh, my I gotta, ant farm. Gotta check I got a plant. It. I gotta go <laughs> breathe on it. Go, make sure it didn't die. Go water my ficus. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Call says in practice, or uh, in theory, the plan of having a, a set idea. number of time you're gonna go somewhere works. In practice, she's not buying it. Nope. Oh, married people, does it work? Six eight two five five. The number of text. Start your text with the FX. Producer Butters. Is producer Butters. There's no way to describe him than he is who he is. I can't wait. I'm sure he's listening right now like, what are you going to say? And if you missed the after show yesterday, I guess you could also make the argument he's kind of tough. Because when he snowboards, he's he's doing it sans protection. Yeah. I think the best way you describe producer Butters is he is producer Butters. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX and... Uh, yesterday, McCall was sharing a video of her biffing. Yeah, biffing. I was gonna say wiping out, but we as we decided yesterday really wasn't that. No, serious. it was more like a boof. Yeah, biff, biffing's the right way. And of course, whenever you get a, you never know with producer Butters what random topic's gonna spawn him talking about. You know, back in the golden days. <laughs> but here he was talking about the last time years ago he snowboarded. Also, last time I got a concussion because Sick. I was. You didn't hauling. wear a helmet. Why would you wear a helmet? Oh, my God. I wear a helmet every time. <laughs> oh. Because otherwise, I get a concussion. Yeah, no. This was like pre-helmet days. It's like pre-helmet weak sauce. It was, it was never required to wear a helmet ever in snowboarding McCall. No. Jeez. Nobody ever wore helmets. Helmets are stupid. Not even Sean White wears wear helmets. Helmet. Everybody wears helmets. They do? Yeah. I've never seen anybody do it. That's weird. 
it's become like kind of cool so Bruce that you know you don't fall off of I don't know your bicycle Bruce, and break you your brain. Remember this has probably been like I don't know over ten years Bruce ago. Bruce oh, right. Producer Everybody Butters used to like snowboard in nineteen ninety nine. So <laughs> look, if I could tell you to take what I know about snowboarding, and that is the movie Johnny Tsunami. They wore helmets in that movie. So yeah. So that makes. <laughs> you have to wear helmets. That what? Why would you wear helmets? Look, you don't have to wear a helmet. Nobody said you have to wear a helmet. That's true. But, like, I'm going from the time I was, like, a kid and I was riding my bike and stuff. And any time I would ride my bicycle, it was like, you should probably wear a helmet, you know. They kind of protect your brain. Like, I understand the look of it. I understand that it looks like, oh, man, you're so weak because you don't wear a helmet. But at the same time, I'm also like, you know, they can replace... Like your legs, they can replace your hands if you needed some sort of like surgery and to be able to get like prosthetics and stuff. They don't really have things down where they can be like, well, you kind of biffed up your head. It's replacement so we'll, brain bucket surgery. We'll just chop it off and get you a new one. Like that. Last I checked, that's that's called dead. I don't know though. I mean, <laughs> I, I just love. That's what I, I think we all we all have it. At some point, there's something you just there's a piece of information you don't have, and it's the light goes on. You're like, what? But with producer butters, I just love the general sincerity. I know. Where helmet? What? That's no, dumb. What? what? No. If you missed yesterday's after show, please go listen to it. I learned page. so many things. It's true. It was that's like, factual. Mostly, it just that proved- is nonfiction, if I may. <laughs> Mostly it just proved that I know nothing and I'm good with it. It's kind of like a cool realm to be in. You can find it on our social media on Facebook. I believe also Twitter, Utah's VFX. Follow us on all social media, Utah's VFX. Just to see what's going on. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, I have a feeling if you were to put this week's genius word of the week into a sentence, it might apply to producer butter situation. Oh, good. Genius word of the week. I get sent, signed up for these emails at the start of 2021 and have yet to find them useful because to me they kind of seem fake. AJ okay. McCall on VFX. And this week's I thought was really funny after producer Butters talked about not wearing a helmet because it is badinage. Badinage. As it producer Butters went down the hill without a helmet, he needed a badinage for his head. <laughs> that is pretty good. That was a pretty good usage. <laughs> Uh, so how is it spelled? Because I feel like that's going to lead to me be able, being able to better use it in a sentence. <laughs> B-A-D-I-N-A-G-E. Badinage. A-G-E? A-G-E. So, <laughs> I don't know how to use that in a sentence. Let's do, um. <laughs> just sounds like a weird way to say bandage. That's yeah, it mind. does. It's like you stumbled over your word in the middle of bandage. Badinage. So it was badinage. <laughs> Um, you know what it sounds like? One of those fancy European games, like like badminton. Yeah, like badminton, sudden. only like mixed with like. Would you like to go play badinage? I yeah, we I'm reminded of like stocks. That yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Reddit. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the sentence I'm gonna use badinage. The ladies gathered around. To badinage their eyelashes at <laughs> other humans. I don't know. So what, what it is. What do I mean? 
Humorous or witty conversation. Examples, after a badinage, it's nice to sit beside each That's other in stupid. quiet contentment. I hate that. That's dumb. After a badinage, I want another one. Also, I'm not going to yeah, sit around in quiet that contentment. That's the weird. worst sentence. After a humorous or witty conversation, it's nice to sit next to each other in quiet yes. contentment? No, that's awkward, dude. <laughs> like... No, don't say anything and ruin the moment. That's exactly what it is. It, it goes It goes like this. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> You're just quiet. That's how you laugh in a badinage. No, I hate that. That's dumb. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like a smart word. I get it. And I have conversations with people um, often. Like earlier today, I was having a conversation with somebody and I was reminded that like speaking is not my strong suit when it comes to like formulating nice sentences because they formulated like a very nice sentence. And right. I was like, sick. I love that for you. Sounds good, brother. That's great. It's <laughs> great, bro. <laughs> That's kind of what I was reminded of. I, I just, I, I don't feel like, like bad is what you would do going to like the Derby or something with fancy hats, my fair lady style. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's what I get. Fair. So enjoy enjoy your badinage. I feel like badinage is like, <laughs> man, Priscilla really is wearing a bad hat today. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do your hand over your mouth. Oh. 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 <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with for the AJ and McCall show. And uh, make sure you're friends with AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, so we can like, comment, and share on your post. Best one makes it to VFX. McCall, what do you offer for the people today? Uh, well, I actually just landed on a post in the uh, Cash Valley 411 page. What up, Cash Valley 411? I don't know who runs you, but I am a big fan. Uh, somebody ended up posting a picture of a vehicle that said, Hey, dude, you forgot your food wrapper at the old turn-in at the old Sears building this morning. I say forgot because there's no way in 2021 that you actually toss it out of your vehicle, right? I mean, that's exactly what I saw you do. But hey, please clean up after yourself like your mama taught you to. This thing went up 15 minutes ago. Ish is popping off. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. <laughs> I landed my friend Brittany, uh, Brittany Rose. And you have to tell me the first one because I don't remember what this is. But it's a tweet and it says, without saying anything, tell me how long you've been on the internet. And it's four squares. And I don't, remember, I don't know what the first one is. The second one is Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, no. Then it's shoes. No. And shift. then it's Harry Potter Puppet Pals. No. You can win. Yay! Yes. Long time on the internet. <sighs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor find at us across all social media, just like you does VFX across oh. all social media. Make sure as well you get signed up for Cupid's gift bag giveaway at utahsvfx.com. We had our winner, uh, Allie. She won today, tomorrow, Anderson Seed and Garden, and a $50 gift card every day next week as well. And, of course, search for the podcast, AJ and McCall, anywhere podcasts are. Is today the day we get snow in the valley, McCall? I don't know. In the mountains. That's where I'm going to be, so. I don't live there. Oh, well, I, I mean, I, we're I surrounded by them, so. Well, I, heard, I don't know. Do you want a shovel? No. Is that why? Absolutely not. Ah, let I it just, be in the mountains. It keeps getting pushed pushed off and i'm curious as to when at some point that's coming it's not just gone forever it's no. utah yeah today probably not no, in the I mountains tell you, definitely i heard from a very reliable source you don't have to wear a helmet snowboarding was it a groundhog it oh no wait <laughs> <laughs> tell tomorrow for the aj mccall show tell there anything we wouldn't do and wear your helmet wear your helmet wear your helmet and thanks for listening to vfx <laughs>